Uh, thank you so much for, for accommodating. Uh, I'm going to talk about how to how to use crypto tools to achieve pyridotropia or pyridotropia, depending, depending on the flavor. Um, and we're gonna, I'm going to go through like three parts. One, I'm going to kind of make the case as to why mechanism design can really help us achieve this, um, why it's an extremely critical century right now, and why crypto is this massive lever that can, that can enable us. Um, I'm going to walk through a set of examples um, of like very concrete um, mechanisms that you can deploy today or like that are already deployed today that are having massive scale impact just to give you a flavor of the kinds of things that you should be designing and thinking about building um, and, and just kind of like what, the, what the downstream impact could be. Um, and then um, I'll just kind of like meet with some kind of inspiration, some specific movements that, uh, to pay attention to and some recommendations um, and maybe some pointers to, to get more involved. Um, th- there's some like related talks that I've, that I've given about this uh, and there's like related movements uh, that I'll, I'll talk a little bit uh, later. Um, so this kind of a claim about political century. I think everybody in this room, uh, uh, ba- gauging on familiar faces, um, uh, are super aware that we've had like this massive amount of improvement over the last few centuries. We're facing some extremely difficult X risks. Um, and we're kind of part of this like computing phase transition. Um, and it's really unclear, like what's going to happen over the next 80 years, uh, or, you know, 200 or whatever. Um, and, and it's extremely critical to, to make sure that this goes really well. And at the same time, our broader macro systems are pretty inadequate. So we don't have the tooling at a macro scale to be able to handle uh, this kind of this kind of stuff. Um, so achieving pyrotropia would be great. And like really critically here, the idea of being able to grow the, the pie of resources uh, is one of the key things here. Like by collaborating and coordinating, it's not just that we have like the, the amazingly high value uh, voluntary cooperation access uh, that Mark uh, and Allison talk uh, a lot about, but by cooperating, we can greatly expand our resources um, and, and our capabilities and so on, defeat these potential X risks or S risks, uh, and potentially like make it up in the Carter shift scale, right? So like that's kind of like the potential here. Um, many other talks can elucidate uh, as to this, this uh, possibility. So now kind of in the micro perspective right now, like where we are today and, we're, and where we're headed over the next five to 10, 15, 20 years, um, in those scales, Right now, crypto economics is an extremely useful um, set of uh, systems and mechanisms to cause this kind of coordination at a pretty huge scale. And w- one of the really cool things is that while we've been talking about these kinds of possibilities for many, many decades, we now have large-scale deployed systems operating at massive scale, um, relying on effectively just economics and cryptography and not relying at all on, contra- uh, on a traditional law contracts or nation states or anything like that. And that's an amazing achievement. So it, it is really great to like see like the, the decades and decades of work piling up to get here. Um, and it's really great to like we can now have these kind of like freestanding global uh, utilities um, that can enable uh, uh, coordination at massive scale um, and are really kind of built out of cryptography and, and economics and so on. So let's use all of this to try and achieve uh, uh, by thinking about the incentive landscape and warping it to kind of ca- cause as much coordination uh, as we possibly can. Uh, so just to get a sense of like why crypto is such a massive lever, just think about Bitcoin for a moment and think about the massive hash rate uh, that is achieved by one single uh, impact evaluator. Um, I'll, I'll describe impact evaluators in a moment, but um, the block reward of Bitcoin is a single mechanism that is repeatable and um, like dependable and that enables just this massive uh, industry of, of participants um, consuming an enormous amount of electricity around the world 
Um, and so this is the, the kind of flavor of what you can get by deploying just like a single mechanism into the world. Um, I guess in reality, there's a few mechanisms there because you have to have Bitcoin being able to be traded uh, with fiat and so on, and you have to um, uh, have accounts and whatnot. So like there's a collection of mechanisms, but the core point is like the biggest effect here is the blocker what is causing this massive um, uh, uh, consumption of, uh, of electricity worldwide. Um, and so this is the kind of scale of potential here. Like this is now at a, at a, at, at a scale competing with um, nation states. Uh, and so in fact, like we, we use this uh, to great effect. Like we, we observe the potential of Bitcoin, like, and we use them and we built this and we now have like this massive, like global public utility, uh, to build a data commons, which is pretty sweet. Um, but kind of like getting into more concrete, uh, shorter term examples to kind of maybe inspire you to kind of think about different things today and, and, and so on. Um, I want to kind of like talk about a few very concrete things that you can, you can get started with today. Um, and, and who can, who can chip away at like larger and larger problems. And, and the really key kind of like point here is that, um, by starting with smaller things and getting them to work well and then hooking them to this like massive crypto leverage, leverage platform that can then scale them, uh, we can get to like pretty good outcomes. Uh, so the first one I want to talk about is this notion of an impact evaluator. Um, we call them this, uh, I don't think anybody else uh, has been calling them this. It's this mechanism that we observed inspired by the Bitcoin block reward, where you have like this periodic um, uh, system that is going to uh, continue to reward participants based on some set of measurements against some objective. And so the idea here is like, if you have a community of agents who share some objective and where you can measure the progress and impact against that objective, and you have a pool of funds, then you can deploy it, you can compose a program, deploy it into, into a blockchain and just let it run uh, in, in the world. Um, and it'll cause this massive scale. Uh, it'll have this like massive scale coordination effect, uh, globally at, at the scale of the Bitcoin block reward. Um, and so if you can think of like really hot, hard problems and like chip away at those hard problems by finding sub problems that are amenable to this construction, um, then you can like move mountains. Um, uh, another component here that I think is like super, super interesting is that you can move a lot of the, uh, energy markets into, uh, into crypto. And you can have, because of the programmable environment, you can generate many new kinds of, um, instruments. And, and, uh, this is an area where like we've been doing a bunch of experiments on how to like, um, measure and account all of the energy use in, in a broader network and then kind of like try and tie it very directly to renewable energy coming out from the grids precisely where the energy, uh, is being drawn. And we get to do this because of like, uh, all, all of the facilities that we can, we can lean on. And so I think like, just in general, green tech and kind of climate change problems can be um, uh, can, can be significantly impacted by by these crypto mechanisms, and and that would kind of again carbon credits um, get have gotten a bad rap uh, over the over the years, but they're an extremely good idea, um, and they're being cleaned up over time. That we've rushed them up into a better better instruments, and it's also yielded a lot of new kind of follow on instruments like renewable energy certificates and many other many other kinds of things. So I think like leaning more on these kinds of things and leveraging the fact that like crypto gives you this global 24 seven massive scale market is, is this thing super, super useful. And the fact that you can add verifiability to those things, um, is, it's really good. So like you, you're making like all of the information and verifiability, like legible to computers. Um, and you know, there's, there's some possibility here, like where, you know, you can, for all the, uh, some of you might be familiar with like the planetary boundaries, um, framework where like there's climate change is like one of like many potential problems 
Um, you could design like networks of impact elevators to try and like force the world to, to stay, force humanity to sort of like keep the world, um, along a certain set of like predefined ranges to keep, um, kind of, uh, the, the planet like adjusted close to where we want to be. And to think of like deploying like massive scale economic, um, structures that kind of drive that, that sort of behavior. Um, one other idea I want to kind of see here, and this is definitely like one for, this you can like read through and maybe watch another talk and so on about, uh, it's this idea of Piper certs. And, um, this kind of like a, like a standard for impact certificates. And, and the broader point is to kind of create a, a way to retroactively reward, um, uh, participants who are doing really good works or producing public goods for a network. Um, and, and the whole idea relies on, uh, producing these markets in the future, uh, where people are going to be able to sell the credit of, um, producing the impact. Um, and you want to be able to kind of like send the money back in time, so to speak, to speculators who are like rewarding participants today uh, for doing this kind of like useful, valuable work. Um, Hypersource is a standard to like make impact certificates work on blockchains uh, with NFTs. I can talk to Evan about them. Um, Evan's working on this uh, as well. Um, this is a super, super interesting, uh, uh, potentially really useful uh, component. Uh, another idea that, that uh, um, I want to kind of like encourage you to think about is this notion of like network funds. So there seems to be like a, like an analogous construction to venture capital, where if in venture capital, you have an optimization network for stable cash flows, um, where, you know, kind of like the core, um, unit is like the VC fund that trades in cash and, and stock certificates, um, and kind of like in a feed forward or backdrop sort of way, uh, then you can come up with like an analogous optimization network for the production of network goods as well as like kind of like public goods and so on, where you're trading cash for impact certificates. And so we can get infrastructures to work. Then a follow-on idea that could be extremely powerful is the idea of like building these kind of like larger scale network funds, um, that can produce like large scale optimization and solve a bunch of like the resource allocation problems, uh, that come from, uh, kind of like traditional grant funding. Like, uh, large scale grant funding suffers from serious problems, um, because like the optimization framework is broken. Like you, you don't get the, the reward signals and the, um, are not coupled to like the actual success. Uh, and so this might be a way of like, solving that. Uh, cool. So some ideas, uh, because like I'm uh, probably out of time, just some ideas uh, for getting started. Um, you know, I, I tend to think a lot about accelerating science and, and technology improvement. So I tend to think about capital allocation. A lot of this stuff could be greatly improved by crypto primitives. Um, there's a growing movement around DeSci where many participants are trying to figure out like good mechanisms to kind of improve how science work works. Um, a lot of us are working on kind of like better mechanisms for coordinating the funding and maintenance and governance of commons. Uh, and so there's a whole movement called funding the commons around us. Um, and I'll, I'll give you like some very concrete rec recommendations. So we, we have really long levers now. So you can, you can really move the world in, in a massive scale. Like blockchains give you specifically, like not, not just all of humanity, but you specifically massive leverage. Just think of like Satoshi, like deploying just the, the, um, the, the block reward effect evaluator. You have that kind of power now. Um, and so you can, it's really useful, like, like use it to improve the world. Um, the second point is like establish a, a strong experimental loop where you can ideate, simulate, experiment, deploy and scale. And along the way, you're reporting, you're reporting on the ideas, you're reporting on the simulations, you're reporting experiments. Um, and really don't let an, uh, perfect be the enemy of the good. We don't have a lot of time on a lot of these kinds of problems. And it's much better to like make things incrementally better. So really start somewhere, deploy. And build a system that can upgrade into uh, a better, better one. So like ratchet up upgrades over time. 
And, uh, you know, you really have to kind of like get the incentives right enough. And, uh, at, at building on a prior point, uh, you don't have to get them right, right away, but you have to upgrade into that. So like be careful deploying in uh, systems where you can't adjust the incentives down the road. Um, you have to enable them to kind of adapt and change the landscape. And, um, yeah, the last, the last point would be like speed, 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 like, um, uh, worse is better, like returns compound really quickly. Like the future is, uh, like every, every like second or minute that passes without like some like really useful contribution, um, is, is like vast, like futures are lost. Right. And so, um, I really encourage you to like, um, get started, deploy good things and kind of like really build upgradeability to the systems and like kind of like, uh, turn off valves or turn off switches. Like one of the problems with Bitcoin, for example, is there's like the massive energy, uh, consumption right now from like fossil fuels right and so like um now we have to come back and like clean it up with like other you know, wrecks and, and other kinds of things um but that kind of like we could have like adjusted that uh, a different way uh some quick pointers around uh, there's gonna be a bunch of events around devcon um shelling points in the comments uh uh sustainable blockchain summit and then lab week right after devcon in october november um again finding the comments crypto day and a bunch of other stuff Great. Thank you so much, uh, sir, for like the lending fast view into a lot of things. I uh, hope this was interesting or useful. And that's it. It was both a one. Thank you. Oh, yeah. Did this conversation pique your interest? Maybe it even inspired a bit of existential hope about the future in you. Search for Fawcett Institute on YouTube or Twitter to stay up to date. Or visit foresight.org to learn more, subscribe to our newsletter, and join our efforts. We are entirely funded by your donations, so please support us if you like what we do. Thank you so much for listening.